0: Welcome to our podcast. This is Explore the PNW.
1: Join us on our adventures of the beautiful Pacific Northwest.
0: I'm your host, Joel.
1: And this is Debbie.
0: Hey, Deb, how are you doing? Good.
1: How are you? I'm
0: good. Welcome back to another Explore the PNW podcast.
1: Yeah. We, we, we had an exciting weekend.
0: Yeah, we did. And uh, a go with the flow What's the th- What's the theme? Mm-hmm. We did a good job of that.
1: I thought so. We we just had to improvise.
0: Yep, improvisation. We should be actors. Improv live.
1: Well, I think where we go, we have to improvise. But I don't think I'd be very good at improv.
0: Okay, well, it's hard to say. Maybe we'll t- we'll try it. We'll try it on one of these podcasts.
1: Okay. Maybe. I'm
0: not sure what it looked like or sounded like, but I we could try know. it. Okay, sweet. So why don't you give a little recap of what our plan was?
1: Okay, so on Sunday, we decided to go over to Sandpoint and try one of the hikes over there. And so Joel looked up one, and it was called Trestle Creek – sorry, I keep saying that. It's Trestle Peak Trail. So we got about three miles to the top, and there was – more snow than we kind of anticipated so we we started off and it was fine um and and I think it was actually to kind of back up I think it was actually a logging road at first so it was a much longer road than we actually thought it was going to be to the actual trailhead right yeah
0: for sure so when I had looked it up I just did uh shout out to all trails yeah and You know, I was kind of looking for a moderate hike. So this one was, I want to say it was like four miles uh, out and back, you know, like maybe 1,800 elevation gain. Um, So, you know, kind of like in our wheelhouse, not overly taxing the views from up top were supposed to be amazing of the mountains that surround Sandpoint. So it's like, oh, this will be perfect. Um, So, yes. So we turn off onto the Forest Service Road and, you know, it's typical pretty narrow muddy yeah um forest service road and um i you know had been following the fork uh, weather for a while and i l- thought that this was gonna be the first snowfall in that area and right. that's why i wanted to go over there i was like oh it'll be cool the, the forecast was calling for snow i mean oh it'll be cool to get first snow over in sandpoint Mm, so it was not the first snow, it was not the first snow. Like, it wasn't a ton of snow, but it was enough snow to um, kind of make this pretty narrow, tight, and twisty forest road with a fair amount of elevation gain. You know, I think the reason that this hike is rated as moderate is that a lot of the elevation is taken out of it because you drive up a really pretty steep forest service road so you you get a lot of your elevation gain in your car
1: yeah and it was it it was pretty but because the road was so narrow i think it made me a little uncomfortable with the snow and then since there weren't very many people on the road it was getting a little slick and pretty significant drop-offs if
0: you didn't make it. Yeah, you turn. would not want to slide off this road. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. so.
0: One-way ticket to uh, right. somewhere, somewhere down below. Um,
1: so that's why we made it to about three miles to almost the trailhead, and then I kind of was like, hey, maybe right, we should was turn probably, around. probably, what,
0: seven miles, something like that, in. I mean, mm-hmm. like, we had gone a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so from the main road, you know, up, it's not like it was like a two-minute drive. We had driven oh. for a while, yeah. kind of committed to it, and then, um, you know, You can kind of feel the tension in the car a little bit when Debbie gets afraid or nervous, you know, it's kind of, you know, as her, as her traveling partner, you got to read the room.
1: Yeah. I I just am not a big fan of snow and ice and drop-offs.
0: Yeah. While you're driving, driving. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So we elected to turn around. We were like, you know, let's just go find something else to do. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you know, we've been to Sandpoint a couple times, two or three, but we'd never been to this side. So on the lake um, there in Sandpoint, we were on the east side of it. Okay. And again, I just practiced saying it, and I told you, and what was it called again? Ponderay. Ponderay. Lake Ponderay. I Googled that just for you listeners today. It is
1: actually. Because It doesn't look of, like you would say yeah. it that
0: way. But it's like a French thing. Yeah. Anyway, so we were on the east side of the lake. So mm-hmm. we'd never been on that side before. So we kind of had this like, well, we literally came off the road. We're like, do we go left or do we go right? So we decided to just go left, which was going away from Sandpoint.
1: And going towards Montana.
0: so Towards like Thompson Falls was like the closest town from where we were at that point in time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... um yeah, so we turned on that road, immediately, like, uh, got some awesome sun breaks through, like, the clouds, and um, stopped, and I took some pretty cool photos over the lake with the sunbeams coming down. So those should be on my Instagram here soon. Going to edit them today. I'm super excited to see how they turned out. Yeah. Um, and so then we, you know, uh, drove for a while, and we – how did we find the campsite?
1: Um, I looked up campsites near us
0: right, and,
1: okay. um, this was kind of one of the closest ones. I mean, it was right over the Montana border. And so we, yeah, it was called the big Eddie campground.
0: Yeah. Big Eddy campground. It's like four miles from the Idaho, Montana border mm-hmm. and it sits on the cabinet gorge reservoir.
1: right. Right.
0: So we, um, we looked, there was like five spots open year round from what we could tell. So we were like, well, let's just take a chance. Pulled in. Sure enough, you know, five beautiful spots. Uh, we were the only ones there. Not surprising in November. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, um, you know, it's not an outhouse, but it's a BLM for forest, forest yeah. service, the traditional one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's at every you know spot,
1: and it said that th- nothing is <clears throat> maintained. It's maintained May through October, and then it's still open, so you can still camp there. But you know, nobody's going to come take the trash. Nobody's going to do anything like that. So
0: right, not going to clean the of, bathrooms. No. yeah, exactly. But it's right there on the reservoir. Mm-hmm. I mean, like right there, S- super close. Beautiful reservoir was really pretty.
1: Right. Right, it was beautiful. the The water was just perfectly still.
0: Yeah, no wind.
1: Mm-mm. There was fish jumping out of it.
0: Yeah, there were fish jumping out of it. Speaking of, I did a little research to see what those fish that were taunting us were, and they have northern pike, small and large bass, and a little bit of trout in there. Um, what I was reading is it used to be a really good trout area, but now that's in decline. Oh. For whatever reason, I don't know. It didn't really say, but it said that those are kind of the three type of fish you're going to find in there now, That's more cool. than likely. That's cool. But we saw some big jumps.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful place to to camp. Um, still bear country, so I always get a little bit nervous.
0: But. Yeah. So that was one of the funny things when we were going up that road. There was a huge. Oh yeah. Sign. When said, we were going
1: up to the, the trestle peak. Yes, road.
0: on our way up that road. There's a, I mean, it wasn't insignificant. It was a big sign that right. said, Know the difference between. Showed a grizzly and a black
1: bear. Right. The difference between the grizzly paw and the black bear paw.
0: Yeah. And then kind of showed a picture of each because, you know, clearly the grizzly has the hump and the other doesn't. But it was just kind of funny that it was that, like a, oh, okay, so clearly know the difference because you're going to see them was kind of the gist that I think that sign was trying to let us know. Right. So anyway, I I thought that was pretty funny. Um, But anyway, so yeah, we stayed there. I took a bunch of photos Mm -hmm. at sunset and sunrise. They were both amazing. So pretty excited to see how those turned out. And... um,
1: So my only... I think the only thing that was a little challenging about that campground was the train. Oh, yeah. So we've camped in Montana, I don't know, several times now, I think. And Paramount. Montana has a lot of trains. And so you just have to be aware that probably wherever you camp, there's going to be some kind of train that you hear at night.
0: Seems like a good chance yeah, you know and the the irony of that is that when we were headed on our trip we were you know following the google map or apple map or whoever it was you know give us our turn by turn and we got stuck again on oh, right. this train um kind of between post falls and um and sandpoint
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know so i was like oh just for kicks i will count how many cars
1: oh right there
0: were and i think what i say like 120 121 cars something like that and they were having this discussion about you know the difference between um train and semis Mm -hmm. and how on a train you know that 121 cars are just filled with stuff Mm -hmm. you know and kind of the whole like stuff that's been in the news about you know not being able to get Christmas stuff on those retail shelves of right. whatever you know the supply chain and so I thought it was funny that we had talked about like how we you know saw this train and we actually got stuck behind two trains yeah at the stop sign just because there's so many of them going through like 10 cars through and then we got stuck behind another one anyway fast forward to you know we're getting ready for to go to bed and we're like oh yeah I had totally forgotten the you know, like every time we were out by glacier, just mm-hmm. like, it's nonstop at night. Right. You hear trains all the time. And sure enough, at this spot, I mean, <laughs> I got woken up so many times in the middle of the night.
1: I don't even know how close they were. I just think that the reservoir kind of picked up the sound.
0: That's very possible. Yeah. You know, water will do that, right? Yeah. Um But yeah, between the train and the... It, kind of poured down rain on us as well the forecast had called again for snow which is why i wanted to go to San Point, but clearly we were not at a high enough elevation for the yeah. snow so it started raining about 10 or 11 o'clock and did not let up until yeah a wow yeah so um yeah it's always interesting to be in our tent on top of our truck but we survived we did yeah we're tough um. So yeah. So the other thing. So I did look. I did a little research there. So we were in the uh, that body of water there at the campground is called the Cabinet Gorge Reservoir, mm-hmm. and it's um. So it's basically a, uh, a a two dams got put in, the Cabinet Gorge Dam and the Noxon N O X O N Rapids Dam. So that reservoir is um, in between those two dams. Okay. And they are on the lower Clark Fork River. Um, And these were built in – this was kind of – I found this interesting. I'm not sure why, but that um, they were built in – those dams were built in the 50s. Oh. The two. And they're, like, not huge, but, you know, decent-sized dams. Um, And that's what created the reservoir, which was interesting because it's sun – set I was out shooting at a certain spot there on the on the bank mm-hmm. and then the next morning I went back for sunrise and the spot that I had taken photos of the night before was gone
1: cuz the water had gone cuz the up.
0: water had gone up overnight oh wow which I thought was interesting yeah um anyway um yeah they say between the two is like 3000 acres of in pounded water i guess that's yep. how they Call that you know the, the amount mm-hmm. of water that is backed up between the dams for the oh. reservoir.
1: Oh, that's so that, cool. That was
0: interesting. Um, and then the next day, we, we did head home through Thompson Falls, um, Montana.
1: Well, and we we took we took the road less traveled.
0: Yeah, we did. Um,
1: so so we headed to Thompson Falls,
0: looking for the falls.
1: Act yes, looking for the falls, which. We don't even know if there's any falls there.
0: Oh, I have the answer.
1: Oh, you do? I, Please I was, tell. I
0: was Googling. Okay. So there used to be a waterfall there at Thompson Falls. And um, it in 1915, they built a dam also, another dam, on the upper Clark Fork. Mm-hmm. And they built the dam where the waterfall used to be why I think it's just a uh, easy spot because they're you know because with a waterfall clearly you have to have an elevation drop right that's why there's a falls right so by adding the fall where there was a natural elevation drop I think that's why they did it
1: so that's why when we were putting it in it just kept taking us to the dam
0: that's exactly right okay. yeah because yeah so we were like well there's got to be a waterfall in Thompson Falls and then it kept
1: Taking us to the dam.
0: Taking us to the dam. And I think that's why. Yeah. Got it. So that dam was created in, take a wild guess what you year. You just
1: said 1915.
0: Oh, geez. You just- <laughs> I gave away the punchline. <laughs> yes, you yeah. already said it. 1915. So think about that. Like, there's over 100 years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm just like, it's kind of crazy, you know, when you think about like, you know, infrastructure and all those mm-hmm. hot topics right now on the news. Yeah, that dam is a hundred and six years old. That's crazy. It's crazy. Well, here's another little fun fact for you. That in twenty ten they put in a forty-eight pool fish ladder to enable the native fish to go from the under you know, in front of the dam up river. Wow. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's ninety five years that no fish we're able to go from the lower part of the river to the upper part.
1: Well, Hopefully that'll help.
0: Yeah, it was interesting because I yep. was like, well, how are the fish going to know? Clearly none of the fish that were right hatched hatched in that river ever been to the upper reaches of it.
1: Maybe they have to train them.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe they have like fish school. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, it said it has 48 pools. So there's a hop, hop, hop all the way up. 48 little steps. Huh. I, That's thought that, I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. They said that it was like a lot of uh, the bull trout. Oh, okay. Native to that area. And so, yeah, they built them a ladder.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: 95 years in the making. Well. I mean, I'm sure they didn't mind. No. Yeah. So anyway, those are the fun facts that I found out about the Cabinet Gorge and the, the Clark River. That's awesome. Which is a phenomenally beautiful area.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really beautiful.
0: Yeah, so if you're ever out there on Highway 200, that's where Thompson Falls is. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you should stop. Thompson Falls was a cute little town. Mm-hmm. They've got a whopping thirteen thousand seventy-eight people. Wow. Yeah, but it was cute. Yeah, Reminded me of like you know a lot of those western little towns. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then what was the little road that you? Decided that we should go on to come back home.
1: Okay, so I didn't decide that we should go on it. We were on you 200 did tell me to take it. Yeah. and we I thought that eventually we would run into highway 90 because Thompson Falls when we've been on highway, I think it's 90. Um, when we've been on highway 90, it has this exit for Thompson Falls. So I thought that we would go through Thompson Falls and then it would take us to. Probably
0: probably would have eventually. Well. In it, Missoula.
1: It, right. Because uh, the next stop was Missoula and yeah. we didn't want to go another 100 miles to Missoula.
0: Yeah, out of our way.
1: So we put in home and it routed us to this highway 471, mm-hmm. which then turned into basically just a fire road. Forest service road. Forest for service road. Yeah. Forest service road. And so- we're driving and driving, and it's really dense. It is actually a pipeline, I think, road.
0: Yeah, there was a petroleum pipeline.
1: So we kept going through Montana and stuff, and then it connects to Idaho, and so then we went.
0: Yeah, it eventually did link into whatever that highway is, the yeah, main island.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so, so it was taking us to 90, but it was very windy, and I was a little nervous that I was not in the right place. And so eventually, when we got to Idaho, um, kind of go through the Panhandle, we took a left, and we were on the Coeur d'Alene River.
0: Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, in there. and
1: it was amazing.
0: Yeah, larches everywhere.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful, and so that eventually took us to Highway 90, and then we we went home. But this was a really, really pretty drive. And again, I had no idea that it was going to take us this way. Um, so the road less traveled was a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think it was still the fastest option, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to going to all the way out to Missoula or backtracking all the way through Sandpoint. Oh, right. Sand right. There's like kind of this was kind of the, <laughs> the shortcut, although it felt kind of like the longcut. I would not want to drive that road in the dead of winter.
1: Oh no. And there was only th- we only saw 3 cars the entire time we were on that forest.
0: Yeah. Road. So that's kind of cool.
1: Well, and we saw more fish and wildlife people like that were clearly checking people yeah. Don't for Don't
0: be poaching out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. You get a ticket.
1: Yeah. So they were out there, but the those were two of the cars, so
0: Yep. Yeah, it was good. And then we on our way home, we were hungry, so we stopped in Coeur d'Alene mm-hmm. and had some lunch at what, Jeremy Johnson's? Jeremiah? Jeremiah Johnson. I think so. Yeah, I think he's a trapper.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it originated in Montana because we talked to the the person who worked there.
0: Yeah. And, our waiter. Yeah. yeah. And, and super we ordered nice
1: guy. some very delicious nachos.
0: Yeah, it would have fed four easy. Oh
1: my gosh, they were so massive.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it was super good.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Yep. And then we headed home.